Yay! The kids are finally asleep. So do you feel like... I've got a feeling a boss fight's coming up. Ooh, I just got wrecked. Headshot, baby. Ooh, it's your turn to get the baby. So are you up to the challenge? Run, 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 run. And we're dead. That's when I realized I have no idea what I'm doing. GG. Welcome back to the Gamer Parents Podcast. This is episode 41. My name is Joanne and I'm joined by my wonderful husband and gamer partner in crime, Kevin. Yes. If you're listening to this on Halloween, happy Halloween. Yes, happy Halloween. And if it's your first time here, we're parents who game and gamers who parent. This week, we'll be giving a game review on Evil or Evil. I like, I like calling it Evil. Because it sounds like it's like the name of the city or something. Yes. Which I don't think it actually explained that, but that's how I'm taking it. Yeah, like Ville is part of like a village. Yeah, because yeah, it's spelled, it has like an extra L mm-hmm. in there. Yep. So it kind of looks <laughs> and sounds like evil. Like mm-hmm. evil. Yeah. I'm like hearing it weirdly. Anyways, yeah, so game review. Mm-hmm. Game review in the back half of the episode. But before... We jump into that. I like to start off by asking Kevin, how has your week been going in life and in gaming? Yeah, so in life, this weekend was definitely a highlight. Um, just yesterday was your birthday. Mm-hmm. We got to celebrate, which was a lot of fun. And just you and I went out to a nice fancy dinner. Yes, sushi. And we uh, got to leave the kids with my parents. Yeah. So it was just the two of us, which is just the way we like it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Especially for some the place that we went. And yeah. another thing that was really cool about it was a while back at work, I had won a, it's like a, a challenge or I guess like a, a competition. I would say, but among my team to like wh- whoever could basically uh, achieve the most for like a particular time period. And I ended up winning that competition. Mm-hmm. And so the reward was we got to take our spouse out to a uh, dinner, you know, and work would cover it. So this was kind of a, our chance to go do that and figured that her birthday was coming up. And so it was a great way to spend that and uh yeah so we got to have an amazing dinner for joanne's birthday mm-hmm. and then today i guess the day after your birthday okay. we got to celebrate even more and we went over to my parents house and we all dressed up as dc heroes mm-hmm. so that was our family of four us two and then our two kids my parents, and then my cousin who came by as well. We were all dressed up. We took t- tons of pictures. Yep. And just to break things down, I was Batman. Joanne was Batgirl. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dylan, our son, was Flash. Faith, our daughter, was Wonder Woman. And then my parents were Superman and Supergirl. And then my cousin was Aquaman. And we had the whole lot with us. Yeah, and I was the one in charge of assigning the costumes. I got them, like, way ahead of time. I think, like, in June or something, I started planning for my birthday costume party. So that was what this family had to put up with for the past three years, celebrating our birthdays in costumes. My birthday in costume, as well as Kevin's mom's birthday. Our birthdays are close. Yeah, I mean, being close to Halloween, they like to dress up. And it's kind of been like a yearly tradition thing that we Mm -hmm. do something with a different theme. This year was my favorite because it was superheroes. Yes. I think that was the coolest. But yeah, we got some great pictures. Those are on our Discord. I think they're also on Instagram. Yes. And I will also make a point of sharing them on Twitter as well. Mm -hmm. hopefully more people can see them we also got a little crazy and started doing like this fake fight too so we got like some pictures of us um looks like we're fighting 
Not the girls, though. Just the guys. Yeah, us guys. We were fighting. <laughs> I, I like to say we were fighting over like who was the strongest. So yeah. like, Batman obviously won that one, but you know. <laughs> but yeah, that that's it on the um, the life side. I think for those kind of the the highlights this last week. Mm-hmm. But in gaming, you know, I know last week I said I was going to give Death Loop one more try, and I did. And I think my complaints from last week were still true where I felt like I didn't really know where the game was taking me or was wanting me to go. And, you know, I was still kind of trying to make my way through all of that. And then I got, my game got like invaded by, was it her, what's her name? Juliana, I think. And this person really knew what they were doing. Like you could tell, like they, they had been playing this for a little while and they came in, they found me like, pretty quickly and was doing all kinds of weird crazy stuff that I didn't know was even possible and mm-hmm. killed me pretty easily and then I respawned I was like hey well whatever like I did some damage to her like maybe I'll maybe I'll be able to finish her off and then you'll leave me alone you know and I can finish off the level so I went we encountered each other again and then she killed me again <laughs> and then at that point I was like all right yeah I was already close to like being done with this game so I'm just gonna stop it right here and so mm-hmm. i just basically rage quit i didn't even finish that level or try to take juliana again so i have a question yeah. mm-hmm. was it like a pv or pvp no, that's, that's a player controlled person uh, that so basically go, gets into your game gotcha. and then tries to kill colt so they join as the protecting the loop part and then yes. you're breaking the loop okay gotcha yeah so their job is to just ruin the the game for everyone else so yeah <laughs> That's what happened. I haven't uninstalled it or anything yet, but I I don't think I'm going to get back to it. So, I mean, as soon as I need the space, it's probably going to be the first thing to go. So, unfortunately, I don't think I'm going to finish Deathloop. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah, don't like it enough. That's funny. Yeah. O- otherwise, in gaming, I started playing this game called The Phantom Abyss. And it's on Game Pass. It was actually released last week. And it's still in early access, so it's not... A completed game, but it is a first person like temple runner. So you kind of phase into a procedurally generated temple. So, like, the map layout is different every time, and there's a whole bunch of traps like everywhere that you're trying to avoid. And since it's all procedurally generated, like, not no two temples are exactly the same. And it's first person, and you're running through these trying to avoid the traps and you get a whip that you can use to I don't really understand the physics logics of this but you can use the whip to like pull yourself to certain locations so like you can use it to like bridge gaps or you know, kind of like jump along the wall a little bit you know or to get over traps or get by traps you can use the whip for that so it's it's fun it's um very like Indiana Jones ish as far as the aesthetics and the temples and all the traps and you know if you're one that doesn't really like having to watch out for traps or dodge things or avoid stuff from hitting you and it's, that's basically all this game is um you know there's also at the end of each temple you get like a relic and then like each time you play through that temple like that's gone forever like you'll never get the same exact one again so that part of it's kind of cool another thing that i really like that they did is that every time you do a run through a temple you see the phantoms of a bunch of other players who have also done that same temple and so you can like follow their ghosts they kind of look like these ghostly player characters and they're running through and you get to see how they either make it past the traps or they you know maybe they get taken down by the traps so then you can like you know, watch the people running ahead of you and be like, okay, I'm not going to go that way because that person just got squashed by trap, right? So, you know, if you're smart, you'll kind of watch how other players either succeeded or not and kind of follow it, along. It really reminded me of, like, Squid Games almost, where, like, you start off with a lot of people and then Yeah, it so it tells you, like, on that temple, like, how many people have ran it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, at the very beginning, everyone's still alive, so there's, like, I don't know, a thousand people and then you go through like different tiers of the temple and every time it's like okay now there's only 500 people left yeah you know cuz like half the people have died and you try to you try to make it to the end and if you die then you have to basically restart a different temple mm-hmm. you know from the very beginning 
Well, if not Squid Games, kind of like Fall Guys, so. Kind of, except it's it's not you're not really competing against each other. Like every technically everybody could win. You just mm-hmm. make it to the end, and mm-hmm. then everybody gets that relic or whatever. Just don't die. And it- yeah, and you're not like competing with each other like live like you're you're basically seeing someone else's playthrough that may have been weeks before mm-hmm. uh, another thing that's really cool about it is like as you're falling you can avoid fall damage by hitting a i think it's like left control but then your character will like kind of do like a, a roll or is that like a somersault what do you call that Mm, like backwards? backwards no forward so like if you're falling and you can like basically do a roll like as you hit the ground to like avoid taking damage and because it's first person it actually like the camera does this weird thing where it like does a full like loop as if you actually were doing a roll which is like really weird and then the last interesting thing about the game is that the whips that you use you can collect different ones and they look a little bit different and they all have like one benefit and one curse. So it's like one one good thing that happens to you if you use that whip, and then one like bad thing that happens to you. So you have to pick the ones carefully. And some of the curses are really bad, so you have to be careful with those. But anyways, that's kind of it for that game. The only other thing that I'm playing really is Marvel Snap still. Oh snap. Snap. Yep. And I'm still liking it. I'm like constantly running out of missions or quests to do because I'm completing them before they come up. Like every few hours <laughs> you get like another mission or something, but they're pretty easy to do. And I'm still getting a lot of new cards that slowed down a little bit just because like the the tree or whatever that you go through, it uh, kind of starts to slow down like at a certain point, And I know I hit that. And yours is Marvel Snap, so it's Marvel Comics, right? Marvel. Yeah, so it's all Marvel heroes. Okay. Every every card is a different hero, and they do different things, and you build different decks. Yeah, just checking, because we dress up as DC comic heroes. <laughs> yeah, so none of the heroes we dressed up as are in here, unfortunately. Yeah, they're from different universes. Different universes, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, kind of like I mentioned, it, it just feels a lot like Gwent. I don't think I really have anything different to uh say on that compared to last week but yeah i'm still playing that mm-hmm. uh, and then but that, that's it as far as gaming except for evil obviously which we'll talk about more later but what mm-hmm. about you joanne what's going on with you so for the live part obviously it's mostly the same as you with my birthday celebration and your mom's birthday celebration and our costume party today Oh yeah, all that exciting stuff? Yes, and I also did attend one of the Halloween party for the kids at the kids' gym with our son, where he dressed up as the little bad wolf, and I dressed up as the big red riding hood. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I didn't get to go to that, but it looked pretty fun. Yeah, it was our first time to go, and it was fun. You know, there was art stuff to do, and... And a lot of the people dressed up, right? Like it was yes. pretty much like a kid's costume party. Yeah, kid's costume party and parents, some chose to dress up and some didn't. So I think it's optional for the parents. And you even got to go for free, right? Because you kind of won like some yeah. promotion. Actually, it's not free regularly, but because we won some kind of draw on it. So we got to go for free. Hey, mm-hmm. free stuff is always better. Yeah, like that dinner for birthday. <laughs> yeah. Tasted so much nicer. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah, that's about the life side of things. As for the gaming part, obviously I've been playing more evil than you have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> While you're busy playing your other stuff, I played more evil because I really like it. And I also did play mario party on our nintendo switch but not the mario party like board game part i played the other mini game called mario thon which is like five mini games like a marathon <laughs> but yeah, mario thon so I, I mean i always know like old school mario party which is just like the board game type of games that you yeah. do on there like i didn't really know there's anything else until getting this one and and then, out. So what's the what's the difference? The what difference is, is it's like five mini games, but you don't. I don't think you get to pick them. Well, there's one that you get to pick 
five different ones. It was basically and, the and then, same thing, but like yeah. without the rolling the dice and moving yeah. like spaces and, you just, and coins and stars and mm -hmm. everything. Like you're just doing mini games and competing that way. Yes. And then, it's kind of more fun because it yeah. takes out the like luck aspect of what are you going to roll and which spot are you going to land and is yeah. it going to help you or hurt you. It's all skills. <laughs> I like that because I got the skills. Yeah. And also the reverse survival mode is also in Mario Party. where survival you, game? Yeah. So you kind of like get on this raft or boat kind of thing and then you get to pick which side you want to sit on. And then you have to hold the um, controllers like vertically, like as if you're gonna like no, use like it a, as like oars. a canoe or like a rowboat. Yeah, kind of like a raft. It's like river rafting. Oh, okay. <laughs> you got to pick whether you want to be in the front left, front right, or back left or back right. And then, so it finished in like forty-five seconds. And in order to extend your time, you'll have to like play a mini game and win it to add time to it so, so that you, play you get mini to games while you're like rafting down the river no so a balloon will pop up in the middle of the river so you like run into it to enter into the mini game world and then you play the mini game and you play it as like a four player so all four of you have to work together oh, to so win it's the like mini a game four player co-op yes it's a co-op mini game and then if you win it then you get to add time to your river run that that way you could um, explore more because there's like a lot of branches i think like five branches all together and to reach the end you need to keep extending your time and there are a lot of obstacles like rocks and flying fish i forgot what it's called hmm. but yeah the main point is to keep extending your time because by default i think they give you only 45 seconds but i may be wrong i'm not sure how long uh, yeah, yeah but you just have to keep extending it and that way you can make all the way up to the five branches i only made it up till the fourth branch because the number of mini games significantly reduced and in order to get them you have more obstacles to get through before you can pop the balloon and enter the mini game world so i didn't get to extend my time towards okay. the end of it yeah so that's one i, I never got to play that mode mode with you but i don't yeah. ever remember like anything in mario party being like all four players are on the same team mm -hmm. so that was fun so there's a different part of the mario party that i was exploring yeah, i'll have to check that out and aside from that i also tried scorn okay it wasn't as horror as i expected it to be i mean there's like a lot of other horror games it's just what do you call it like the opposite of asmr like if you have phobia of holes <laughs> or slimy icky stuff then like that's not grotesque. the game for you yeah just like grotesque looking stuff then that's not the game for you but i don't have any problem with those so it wasn't as satisfying to me and it is kind of like the game that doesn't guide you you're just like thrown into the world and you're supposed to figure out how to get on through the rooms yourself so what is i did was it, I just like explore. you can't advance until you figure out like each yeah. room i just have to explore each room and figure out what this button does and that button does okay. it's very like puzzle filled and there's no words no clues no nothing i mean it only lights up when you go near like it shows that you can interact with it but it doesn't tell you what it does it's just like okay try and error kind of thing so i I did get through like the first couple rooms. Remember that one where I had to like do the puzzle of the egg mm -hmm. and stuff like that? Yeah. But. And you, you found a friend? I found a friend only to use him and then ditch him. Oh, he's gone already? <laughs> he's gone, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I was, found I was that just friend to like him. Just because I need to unlock a room and I needed two people to unlock that room. So. Okay. I know. So moving on to so the next So are you going to keep playing it? Oh, or yeah. Done? I want to keep playing it because of the puzzle part of it. Nothing. I haven't like fought anything yet. That's what I was going to ask you. Because I thought yeah. like in the trailer it, will, it looked yeah. like there was a little bit of like There combat. will be a bit of combat later. But I haven't reached there yet. I only played it once so far. And that took me like the whole hour 
Okay. Well. Plus, you can't fall off edges or anything like ledges and stuff like that. Like I saw, like there was a room down below. I wanted to jump down to get to it, but it won't let. It just me. wouldn't let you. You know, yeah. like when the physics of the game just like don't don't let you do something. Yeah. That you should be able to do. I know. Like climb over a rock. Exactly. Stuff like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, but they did really work hard to make it like icky for a lot of people like looking at um very deformed humans and stuff like that so and that mm, doesn't bother the me stuff so. of nightmares yeah not really <laughs> but yeah i think most people would be grossed out by it but it's not horror horror i actually think your bioshock game that you talk about before seem more horrifying not the last one that you talk about not yeah, bioshock well, this one just like looks weird and creepy yeah this is just but like, it doesn't like uh, other than that it doesn't like try to scare you right like, no not to me i think it just looks like you're inside of someone's intestines yeah. Well, shall we jump into Game Pass games? Sure. And there's not many this week, this past week. And they're not even released on my birthday. They're yeah, released. it was a very light week for Game Pass games. I know. Everyone's busy. Kind of had like a little bit of a dry spell. And we had a couple the other day and like that was pretty much it. Mm-hmm. So new games on Game Pass this past week is Frog Detective. The entire mystery. Mm. Available on PC, Gunfire Reborn on console, PC, and cloud, and Signalist on console, PC, and cloud. Now, I did check out the Frog Detective, the entire oh, mystery. Did. Well, just check out the trailer. I have. Think? I didn't download it because I don't know. It just it's very cartoony, but the whole mystery part kind of like intrigues me. So. I want to do scorn first. I'm kind of like in that grotesque kind of puzzles right now, so I'm not gonna switch to a cartoony puzzle at. Okay, gotcha. Very, moment. very different. Yeah. Games. I did check out Gunfire Reborn. I don't know if you looked at that one, but it's like a co-op roguelite shooter. Oh, very cute. Yeah. And, <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I, I, guess, I guess I didn't necessarily think of it that way, but um yeah it um looked pretty interesting to me i liked it especially it's something we could play together mm -hmm. especially it's co-op the other one that i talked about earlier that frog detective thing was a single player thing no co-op yeah this one's like a kind of first person first person very cartoony looking no it looked like puss in boots one of them oh yeah kind of but it looked kind of cool i don't know i yeah, like the roguelite cool. aspect of it like, I'm not sure exactly how they pull, how what they do with that, but uh, they're definitely interested in checking it out. Definitely. Yep. All right. All right. I guess it's back to me for new games. Mm -hmm. We do have at least some new games out this last week. We have Garbage Pail Kids, Mad Mike, and The Quest for Stale Gum. <laughs> On PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC, we have Monster Train coming to iOS. Ooh. We have Sackboy, A Big Adventure uh, on PC, Saturnalia on all consoles and PC. We have Signalis on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Star Ocean, The Divine Force on PS5, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Bayonetta 3 coming to Switch. Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2 yeah on <laughs> ps5 xbox series x and s ps4 xbox one and pc last days of lazarus on xbox series x and s resident evil reverse on ps4 xbox one and pc and last but not least resident evil village Ooh, is coming to switch and, switch and mac which finally that game came out last year sometime on there, though, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, I am, in the past, I've always been a big Call of Duty player, mm -hmm. and, you know, when Warzone came out, I was in Warzone for a while, it, I've kind of taken a break, so I, I have not dived back into this new Call of Duty just yet, it did just come out yesterday, although, I, I mean, I 
would be surprised if I don't pick that one up at some point, especially yeah. now that like Call of Duty games aren't going to be dropping every year. Mm-hmm. So it's I feel like and this makes me more likely to get each one, right? Because it's not like I'll always wait till the next one. Yeah. If I don't get it right away, right, is not really a, a point if you're already close to the next one's coming out. So, yeah, I think this will probably be the only one we get for about two years. Mm. So it'll most likely be worth getting. And the reviews of it are really good so far. Yeah. So uh, yeah. it'll be interesting to see, like, Warzone 2 is supposed to be kind of on the back of this one, I think, coming out in November. So it'll be interesting to see how that one goes. If that's a hit too and and looks good, I'll probably get this one along with it. I'm excited to see how the Resident Evil one looks. The reverse. Reverse. Yeah, I checked that one out. That one was um I mean notice it only came out to PS4, Xbox One and PC. It's not mm-hmm. current generation consoles, yeah. but it's like an online exclusive multiplayer hmm. where you get to play as resident evil characters it's kind of like i don't know if you're fighting each other it seemed like though so it's not i don't think it's your traditional resident evil although okay. i'm not the resident expert for resident evil uh-huh. um, but yeah that's it for new game releases mm-hmm. all right shall we get into evil yes, in our please. game review yes please we have a lot to talk about with this game so, Evil, I guess the game, I will go ahead and, I guess, break it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminded me right off the bat of similar game structure as, like, Among Us or Project Winter or even Secret Neighbor. No, don't, don't compare it. Yeah, Secret well, I mean, Neighbor. like, the, <laughs> the idea behind it is the same, right? Where... Yeah. You know, everybody joins the the game and there are, you know, one or two, I don't know, imposters or villains basically that want to take out the rest of the group mm-hmm. and they don't want to be discovered. Yeah. Right? So the imposters of Among Us, I forget what they called them in Project Winter or the, you know, the neighbors in, in Secret Neighbor. Well, basically, to put it in a sentence, like, whether you're one of the good guys or the bad guys, no one knows but you. So you have to trick and convince others to stay alive. Yes, yeah, especially if you're one of the conspirators, is what Mm -hmm. they call them. That's basically the imposters, if you're familiar with the Among Us terms. And there's, there's there's different roles Right, yeah. so there's conspirator roles, and then there's like civilian. The villagers. Villagers, okay, that would call them the villager roles, right? So you can be like a citizen, or a guard, or a detective, or a ghost whisperer, or a seer, right? All these different roles, you know, mayor, trapper, and all them that you can be, right? And each yeah. role can do different things. You have different abilities, different passives, and. You know, some of them, some of them kind of seemed better than others or more useful than mm-hmm. others. And you're trying to figure out what other people's roles are. And generally, you know, you can ask other people because it's, and there's also proximity chat in the game. So if somebody's nearby you, you can just talk to them and they can talk back to you. For the most part, everybody seemed to have mics that it wasn't really a problem. Mm-hmm. And so you're trying to figure out what roles other people are. And if you can, trying to get them to prove that they're that role somehow, right? And, and if yeah. they can't, that's suspicious. And if they can, then maybe you can cross them off your list as far as who's not a conspirator. Mm-hmm. And if you're the conspirator, you want, want to try and have a story ready. of Because obviously if you're the thief, which I think is one of the conspirators, conspirators? Yeah. you don't want to tell everybody, oh, I'm a thief. Then I'm like, all right, well... We're going to off with you, you know, we're going to get rid of you because you're a conspirator. So that's kind of how all the different roles are and how the game is set up. Yep. And then it starts off and it's daytime and each game will go through periods of day and night. Yes. And during the day, everyone is completing quests. So there's Mm -hmm. different NPCs around the town and they'll give you quests. You go and complete it. It's like, oh, pick this up and you know yeah, bring stuff. it back to them or something it's like super simple quest stuff most of them take like a minute or less 
to do and you get gold and then with the gold you can buy stuff different items that help you either protect yourself if you're a villager or you know help you take out more of the villagers if you're a conspirator right so you can get yeah. them like barricades or uh, a key so you can lock your door to your house everybody has their own house you know things like that for the villagers to help protect themselves you can also like make like potions and stuff to potions like to poison people to put them to sleep so that they can't wake up at night or even the potion of protection to make it so like you can't be killed at night yeah it only works for one night obviously mm -hmm. so basically it's about just trying to prove your innocence and stay alive till the end of the game and then you get to vote when someone gets frame yeah. or so blame. Every, every time a body is reported, mm -hmm. like everybody will basically gather in the, the center of town and everybody can vote on someone that they think is guilty yep. of it. So that's kind of when everybody is together. Everybody, because so, the chat is proximity. If you're not yep. around people, you can't hear what they're saying. So this is kind of the stage where everybody can hear everybody. If they come to the center of the town. Yeah, which for the most part, everybody does. Because you hear the, the bells will ring and everyone will make their way there. And then everyone will try to accuse other people or try to prove their innocence. And whoever gets the most votes of who they think is guilty, they get put into a cage. And then everyone moves either to a blue spot or a red spot. Basically for innocent or guilty. So yeah. if you think the person's guilty, you stand on the red area. If you think they're innocent, you stand on the blue area. And yep. if they get more red votes than blue votes, then they get burned. Yes. Yeah, it kind of reminds brutal. me of like the Salem witch trials or something. Yes, it does. Like you don't, and you don't necessarily know they're, I mean, unless like you, you sometimes you do know, but sometimes it's like, oh, we were pretty sure it's, this is a conspirator. And then, you know, you burn them and then you might find out later that they weren't, or you might confirm later that they are. Yeah. You know, so that part feels like a lot of these other games, like Among Us kind of style. But the art style is really cool. Kind of almost reminds me of like WoW in a way. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's because it's a lot of the same, almost like time era. Yeah. It seems like. Mm-hmm. But the difference between it and Among Us is that like each villager has a different role and each role has a different ability. So that kind of helps in... Identifying who's a conspirator or not? Yes, like the detective. Because everybody's different. When we were both the detective, we could have worked together. Yeah, the detectives remember? are good at figuring out what roles people are. Yeah takes some time but yeah yeah but it's just amazing more fun i mean i know like there's like scientist role yeah, there and, are some roles in among us but yeah, like but, not everybody got a role yeah and, and there was only a few yeah and it's also like not really helpful to determine the conspirator in among us or the imposter but in this one it's kind of like more useful yeah, in among us it seemed to be solely around like did you see somebody like kill somebody else right like yeah usually you would never get caught in among us for the most part mm -hmm. unless somebody saw you do a kill right that was probably yeah. the you know 80 percent of the time that's like how you're getting caught is because somebody visually sees you and then convinces yeah. everybody else but in this one like most of the kills happen like at night when everyone's sleeping so yeah. like you can't it's really hard to get caught <laughs> um by doing that so a lot of it kind of comes down to like oh it seems like it was more like process of elimination yeah it's like you know you've proved certain people are certain roles except this person or something and you're more suspicious of them and mm -hmm. yeah i don't know we maybe we haven't played enough to get into like the strategy they call like the it process they call it the multiplayer social deduction games yeah i guess i guess you know, deduction, the probably a good way of kind of sums it up. I had, that. I had like a few interesting games during my run with Evil. <laughs> oh, yeah, go on. Um, so once I was a conspirator and I kind of like tell people that I was the ghost whisperer, and the ghost whisperer has the 
ability to like find bodies with her skill mm -hmm. and stuff like that but because i was with the killer the night before another killer a fellow killer so i knew which person died so you knew because you were there yes so when they asked me to like prove my ability that i'm a ghost whisperer i was like okay okay i know it's leading me here here and then i walked to the house where i was the night before and said there's the body oh my gosh you know because you're supposed to use um your mics to kind of make people believe you so sure. it's all through your talking and everything yeah, that, that's why that's hard for me because i'm not as probably not as convincing like if it's an among us and you just all type yeah right i think i can kind of convince people a little better yeah so i'll be like oh my gosh just a body so i go and report it and then they said like okay she's she's safe she just proved it mm -hmm. so everyone would be like whoa she is truly the ghost whisperer so you you convince people with this oscar worthy performance <laughs> as a conspirator tricking everybody into thinking that you were a ghost whisperer yeah and so you had everybody off your trail right yeah they they did not see that coming they did not see that coming and then towards the end i killed the last person and i mean not the last person like just to get us to win so that was fun oh <laughs> i think it's easier to lie as a ghost whisperer than a citizen because i can't build barricades yeah that was my problem like i didn't know a lot of the villager roles and i kept getting conspirator like every single time so i'd be like <laughs> oh what's your role and I'd, i'm not gonna say i'm a conspirator they're like oh i'm a citizen they're like okay build me a barricade to prove it and be yeah. like oh crap like uh like, yeah, I don't, yeah, so, like, I would end up getting outed because, like, either I couldn't do something that they asked me to do, and then that was kind of a dead giveaway. Yeah. So, uh, that was, and that part of the game wasn't very fun to me until I started to figure things out. Yeah. Because I was like, this is dumb, like, people, like, I kept, first of all, I kept getting the conspirator, which is horrible if you're a beginning player. Yeah. You don't know enough about the game to convince people. Uh -huh. you're not I agree. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, and but once I kind of started to figure that out, it was a lot easier. Yeah. Feel like I mean, I still don't know everything about the game, but I kind of know enough to like finagle my way through each one. So I played as the seer once. I played as the thief. I played as the barbarian a lot. I played as the ghost whisperer. I played as a medic. Played as a citizen. I played as a mayor. So, yeah, you've played as more than me for sure. I mean, like, I keep getting different ones, too. Yeah, I, yeah and then there's still some that I haven't even played yet. Oh, Detective. I was a detective, yeah, too. I liked the detective. I like the smuggler, I think, was my favorite. Yeah, I haven't gotten the smuggler yet. And then there's, like, three um, levels of difficulty. So there's easy, there's normal, and there's advanced. And I've played all three. And I realized that there are parts of the map that are unlocked. In yep so the map gets bigger yeah with the harder difficulty mm -hmm. typically i would assume the players are also more experienced in the higher difficulties and also the number of roles increases, increases. yeah so there's just more to keep track of more to keep in mind mm -hmm. more to understand and try to learn there's basically basically it's a more complicated game when you get to normal and advanced compared to easy yeah and then the only thing i haven't played enough of is as a dead person because i was busy killing yeah because you're usually alive or you're the one killing people yes um but i know that after you die you still get to yeah, have you still play so kind of like in among us you get to be a ghost yeah and some of them get to protect even like wake people yeah so up. i i did get to play as the ghost for a few games so i'll go ahead and explain that because <laughs> you keep dying yeah well there was one game i died like really early on it was like oh we think it's you because you're not talking very much i'm, like, I'm talking <laughs> what are you talking about and then they killed me anyways, and then so I got to be ghost for the rest of that game. That was funny, though. So what the ghosts can do, they have their own quests, Yeah. actually. So they go and do their quests, and you get, like, a different currency. You don't use gold anymore, obviously. <laughs> no use to them. And then with the currency that you do get for doing these quests, like, in the afterworld or whatever, you can buy, like, powers, because... When you first become a ghost, you don't have any abilities or anything. But when you do the quests, you can then buy abilities that you can use to either help the villagers or the conspirators. I guess depending on who you were before you died. 
So I didn't get to do a whole lot of that. The ones that I did get to see, like there's one power that lets you like steal gold from somebody. Like if there's someone that you don't like or want to take <laughs> down, you can go like steal gold from them. And then you can actually see it happening like in the real world. So like someone might think that the thief like took money from them or something when it was actually like the ghost doing something. I think another ability that they could get is to like create like a safe zone to yeah. like people can't be killed. So like if you know you know who the conspirator is and it looks like they're gonna go after somebody, you can like create a safe zone to kind of mess them up. So mm -hmm. I think there's other abilities too that you could buy as a ghost, but those are kind of the only ones that I saw. But it, I mean, it kept it more interesting for people who had died. Just so like, I mean, a lot of people will just want to leave the game after they died, but at least this way, there's still stuff you can do. Yeah. And still have a little bit of fun. Mm hmm. True. Sometimes I just stay back when I die just to see who the conspirators are. Yeah, because you're dying to know who it was, unless, mm -hmm. unless you know because they killed you, but yeah. might not always see. But yeah, that's kind of basically it. We covered everything, right? I think so. All right, let's get into our ratings. Okay. Joanne, what did you think about this game's convenience? Oh my goodness. Because it's multiplayer, I don't think you could like pause it. Yeah, you definitely cannot pause it. Yeah. So when you join a game, you have to commit to that game. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. But you don't have to do anything. You could just stand in your house, right? If you need to go AFK and just wait till night comes. That actually might be a decent strategy because... If you need to do I something. I feel like if you just like AFK in your house, like people aren't going to see you running around like... You would have like no drawings, like zero attention to yourself. Yeah, I guess but they'd then eventually you're not... like find you. But I know, but you're also not like what do you call it? Completing the quest to help your faction. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, you probably wouldn't win the game that way. But like, my thing is like, I go out and be like, "Hey, good morning, everybody," and then like execute him. <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah. So what do you what do you rate it? One through ten. Convenience. Mm. I would give it a convenience level of six because sometimes the game can take really long. Six, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I think it's actually below average in terms of convenience because I, I know, you know, once you're kind of in a game, they take a while to finish, so that doesn't really break it up very well. Yeah. There's not really like a, I mean, the nighttime is what, like 30, 45 seconds? Like, you know, if you're, a villager and you're asleep that's basically the longest break that you have yeah like go do something really quick if you want to or you know yeah. obviously it's it's online multiplayer there's no pausing or anything like that mm -hmm. it doesn't really seem to like penalize you for like leaving a game like if you know you do unless you're hosting go, it uh i don't know i don't know about that i don't know what that does maybe it says there like when when I want to leave a session, it says if you're hosting it, you have like a penalty time before you can okay. host another. So maybe game. don't host games if you think yeah. you might need to leave at any point. Because the games can be a little bit long, especially depending on how many players you have going into it. Because it just takes longer to get through the whole thing. Yeah, even waiting at a lobby for... Yeah, even just waiting for a game to start and waiting for the lobby to fill up takes yeah. a little while too. So like... Once you kind of go through all of that, you don't want to have to go through it again by leaving a game. So yeah, yeah. On convenience, I'm giving it a four. Okay, fair point. Yep. Next one is communication. What did you think? Oh my gosh! Like I feel like almost every lobby we go to, everyone wants you to have a mic. Like. Oh yeah, like well, a lot of the lobbies will say like mic required. Yeah. You know, or and then obviously everyone's like, hey, you got a mic because that you want people to talk. Because they're not yeah. going to give themselves away if they're not talking. Yeah, so that shows how important communication is. In so I would give it eight. Um, yeah. Eight. Okay. And also, like, communication with each other. Like, after we're done yeah, with like, the game, I feel like I talk about it to you. Just excited to share how I killed you or trick others. <laughs> yeah, I mean, after each night of us playing this, like, we definitely will be talking about, like, oh, I did this and did this, and then this person did that. You know, and then, you know, basically explaining how our game went. Yeah. Or something that, like, you know, one of us didn't see. Mm -hmm. Especially it's so satisfying when you get to trick everyone. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. me. 
Yeah, so uh, I think the communication high. And I feel like you're kind of always communicating in the game, like mm-hmm. to other people, and not so much that like to each other. Which I would—that's one thing I would like it to be more communication between just us. But when there's just so many people, it's a little bit hard. But still a little bit. So I'm giving it a communication of nine. Okay, close enough. Next category is story. What do you have for that? I'm gonna say like the story is based on. How- who you play with not trying to be like corny I mean, yeah or there cheesy. were there it's... were some guys who were like i mean i i feel like i shouldn't dare like try to reenact but like they would really get into their characters right and like if they were the mayor yeah they would you know like basically try to act like a mayor yeah, would, yeah. right and like tell their subjects what to do yeah or you know, I, if I somebody like got like framed and like put in jail, they'd be like, "No, you have the wrong person." Yeah. They'd even like throw an accent in there, yeah. right? Like, I don't know, make it seem more believable. It kind of just made it funny, but it, I know yeah. it. It makes it fun. So I I found it like interesting. I've played with a few groups or lobbies that I enjoyed playing with. So. Yeah, I think the story is depending on who you play it with. You... Yeah, if you really like role-playing games, like, you might want to check this one out. Yeah. So what did you think? What's your rating? Um, I'm going to give it a 7. Okay. Because it's all dependent, you know? Yeah, I also gave it a 7. Oh. Because, yeah, I mean, I, like, you probably remember how I gave like the Among Us story was like... Yeah. It, like you kind of make your own it's not like there's a story that d- developers have written into it but it's yeah. kind of like hey here's all of the villagers and your professions and like what you do mm-hmm. like now you live it out you get to decide you know what happens who lives who dies yeah who does what and the best part is like you know like if you play one game and then someone is such an efficient trapper and then you play another game and someone barely drops any trap at all you know so the story ends up like different Sure. Yeah. Right. Next. Next category is repeatability. How do you oh, feel about that? That's it on the higher side. I mean, I think just like Among Us, I've been playing forever. I think I could play this game for a pretty long time too. So I'll give it a repeatability of eight. Eight. Plus, I really like the graphics. That whole wow, like World of Warcraft, like zoom in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of tavern. Yeah, and I don't think we explained it is third person oh, yeah. point of view, not first person, which I kind of like for this mm-hmm. better because yeah. it lets you like see a little more, a little Around better. You. Yeah. yeah, a little better visibility. So I'm giving it a repeatability of nine. Okay. So not too far off from you. Mm-hmm. And that is just because every game is going to feel different. Like, I mean, we've been playing it for. Most nights for like the last two weeks, and I mm. still haven't gotten every single role out there. There's a few oh, yeah. that I haven't even had a chance to play yet. That's true. I think so. I feel like it's like you're not going to get the same role every single time you play. I know uh, it's going to feel like it. You know, you're playing like as a different character pretty much every time. Yeah. You know, plus you could be the conspirators or on the villager side, and both of those feel very different from each other mm-hmm. as well. So, like, it, it doesn't really get boring that quick. And plus, every game is just different because you don't know what's going to happen. And, you know, for the most part, every game you play with different people who are going to behave differently, do different things, say different yeah. things. You know, so it's it makes every game feel a little bit different. So I think repeat, repeatability is very high for this one. Yep. Last category, Joanne, is fun. Oh, I'm having fun with this. I'm giving it eight. Eight on the fun scale. Okay. Uh, I gave it a five for fun. And <gasps> I'm just average. Why? I, mean, I think it does better in some of the other categories. Um, it's a little bit slow for me. Like, there's certain, like, spikes of, like, you know, fun and excitement that I get out of it. Like, if I end up, like, if we win, if you, if you win a match, or, like, if you are a conspirator and you get like a kill on a villager or something like that. But it's not like definitely not the most fun I've ever had for the game. Okay. Maybe to each his own then. Yeah. I mean, it's still, I'm still, it's still fun. I'm still enjoying it, 
And you I, like fast-paced games too. I mean, like more like all the you know high adrenaline one, and I like more laid-back games. And this one is like kind of like more laid-back to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. This one is definitely kind of more laid-back, but I kind of like the more fun, aggressive. Yeah, like the temple run games. thing that you do. <laughs> so stressful. Yeah, like I want to <laughs> constantly be moving, doing something. Or the spider hack game that you did. Yeah, spider hack. And that's yes. all stressful to me. Too fast. <laughs> yeah, I like the constant part of it. So, anyways, that's it for our five categories. Let's check out the totals. Mm-hmm. My total rating came out to be a thirty-four out okay. of fifty. Okay. And yours is a thirty-seven out of fifty. Mm, that's so, pretty good. Still, Anything that above three is good. Scores. Anything above thirty, I consider like pretty good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I said three, huh? Thirty, yeah. Yeah. Anything <laughs> above three, just three. Means I was it's thinking like three stars track. out of five. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not that surprised you gave it a little bit higher total rating than mm-hmm. me. I think you like it a little bit more, but I I'm down to play this one a little bit more. Yeah. It's fun. I'm having an okay time with it. Yeah, I like playing it, especially with you, because oh. it's like sometimes I don't even know you when you were the killer, and vice versa. <laughs> yeah. Or sometimes we work together, like when we're detectives. You know. Yeah, that was that was a fun one. I like. Yeah, I was totally just trusting you, and I was assuming you weren't trying to. You weren't fooling me the whole time. We streamed this, didn't we, last we, week? Yes, we did. That's a good point. We did stream this last week, so the video is on our YouTube channel, yep. the Gamer Parents Podcast. Mm-hmm. And the really cool part about that was we were actually dressed up in costume. Oh, yeah. So if you want to see us as Batman and Little Red Riding Hood. Big Red Riding Hood. <laughs> big Red Riding Hood, you can on the YouTube channel. You're going to see us in costume playing this game, Evil. Yes. Where else could people check us out? You could also find us on our Instagram account at gamer underscore parents underscore podcast. Or over on Twitter at twitter.com slash gamer parents pod. Best place to chat with us would be the Discord channel. The link would be in the podcast episode description mm-hmm. or in the YouTube video description if you're listening over there. And wherever you're checking us out, we would really appreciate a like, follow, subscribe, whatever it is, wherever it is. Yes, please. That is all that we have for you this time. We hope you enjoy it. And we will catch you in the next one. Bye.